This is Boat Crew RPG with The Lightless Beacon. It's the 12th of April, 1926, and four soaked and miserable people labor away in a rowboat bound for Beacon Island. Their ship had run aground on some rock and sank on their journey on their journey from Deerston, Maine to Rockport, Massachusetts. The sea is black. The wind is howling. There's hardly any light. And the light that is there is soon fading. The rain is picking up and a storm is brewing. The four of you are laboring, each taking turns at the oars. Just trying to make your way south to the nearest um, speck of land on the horizon. So with that, let's find out who is in this boat. So camera zooms in. And Tillman, can you introduce your character? So I'm playing Corey McFarlane. He's kind of short. Um, he works for the Bureau, but he probably won't give that away um, because he's kind of being undercover right now. In fact, he's hoping to meet a friend of his, maybe, who's also an undercover agent and they're trying to... Um, keep an eye on the trading that's going on uh, in this area, looking for anything that is out of the ordinary. But uh, this uh, ship breaking down is not really to plan, and he's, uh, well, not too happy about that. Camera pans from the soap face of Corey to Quinn's character. Quinn, can you introduce your character? All right. So <clears throat> I am playing Armand Morrison, named after his French grandfather. In his, in his past, he used to be quite, he, he's always been quite fascinated with history, going into selling you know, old world antiques. He went so far as to like study some of the old Greek ways of you know, how to mar- marathon and stuff. So he's quite you know, thin, wiry, fit. Even for, even for his age, which is about 40 years old, you know, got graying hair bit of a cough from the sm- cigarettes he smokes, which everyone is, doctors assure him is are healthy. But, so yeah, he is, he was going to, uh, on the ship to meet up with an old friend about a business proposition, and the ship, ship sinking on the, en route was not really something he planned on. And now he's partly just quietly grumbling himself, saying it's supposed to be just a simple trip, and now get some to get the thing, go out, sell it. Now I am I'm here rolling in this plastic bottle. <sighs> Next to Armand in the boat is another slighter character. Um, camera um, switches around, and Jorin, can you tr- introduce your character? I will be playing Audrey Moore today. Uh, Audrey is a artist. And she has not really had this passion for a long time yet, but she went over to Paris once. There she saw all the all the Renaissance paintings there. And yeah, this this is her, this is finally the calling that she's going to follow. She's done many things. She's traveled all over the place, mostly helped by the money of her father. But this is it. She has to paint now. The problem is that she returned home and then sat down behind her easel and was just looking for it. Okay, but 
what am I going to paint? And her brain just went silent. So as soon as she saw that there was this boat that was going to to head to Massachusetts, she said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do the thing that inspires all artists ever. And that is paint the water, like paint that area where the water hits the sky. Um, it wasn't in the planning that she also had to work out on a rowboat. Not too miffed about that. But, you know, an artist's life is hard. It's through hardship that you find inspiration. At least that's what she tells herself. Um, but she's not really happy to be here at the moment. She probably even uh, sadder due to the loss of her paint sets on the passenger liner coming from Deerston. Um, next, uh, we see the rugged good looks of Monica's character. I will be playing Mason Balaban, a son of Hungarian immigrants who is a marine biologist. He is your usual tall drink of water, about, you know, close to six feet tall, which for the time is, you know, nothing to sneeze at. And he has a dirty blonde, light brown hair and very beautiful green eyes with big eyelashes. He's definitely a looker kind of a man, but he hates that. Just because he's good looking and charming, people just can't see past his physique to what lies beneath, which is an incredibly intelligent and curious man with a deep love of the ocean. Uh, Mason is studying uh, in Boston University, and he's currently trying to finish a research paper on the marine life and environmental impact around Rockport, which is currently why he's traveling with these companions. His goal is to discover maybe a new species, get his name out there on the map so he can get himself a position in a research station, maybe work in a lab. With the sinking of the Titanic, there's been a lot of research around uh, uh, echo and sonar, and he really wants to dive into something like that. But of course, since it's cutting edge research for the time, he needs a bit more reputation. And he's almost done with his paper. This should be his last visit to Rockport before he's ready to publish and ready to move forward. So you all had your own reasons for being at Deerston and your own reasons for heading out to Rockport. But right now, you know, Lux just isn't with you. Um, you're the only boat that you've seen cast off from there that has made it this far so far. Um, but how lucky you are was something we're going to determine now. So to establish your character's Lux, I want to each to roll me 3d6 and multiply that by five to have your luck for this game. You could do so now. You said multiply by six, right? Uh, roll 3d6 and then multiply the result by five. Ah, okay. All right. When you have those totals, can you read them back to me? I have 50. I have 30. I also have 50. I also, oops, sorry, was unmuted. I also have 50. So you have a fairly lucky crew. Um, however, it appears that the lowest here is um, uh, Yorin's character, or sorry, Joaquin's character with 30. So Joaquin, it's going to be up to you to make the party luck rolls. And let's see how, uh, yes, 
Let's see how um, unlucky Armand is and how terrible this storm is getting right now. So can you please roll me a uh, percentage dice? All right. 92. Well, it's not a botch, but unlucky for you and unlucky for your shipmates. Uh, the storm is picking up quite a bit, and you're told by the captain, as you were told to um, disembark and head off, um, to head straight south, and you should be able to uh, <laughs> you should be able to find um, um, Beacon Island around here. There's supposed to be a lighthouse should be visible um you don't see it but um if you can make that then um you're not that far from the mainland so with that and and as the rain picks up um scenes on you have, have, have you ever rolled before in your life okay so at the same time as me so one two three see uh, keep up maintain the rhythm okay it's maintain the rhythm who is rowing? Because there's a small rowboat, and there's probably only two oars that could be manned at a time. Yeah, I think definitely uh, Armand will be one of them. Yeah, Corey probably as well. Uh, his size doesn't give it away, but he's plenty strong enough. So yeah, he, he's just trying to you, you know, trying to you know get him to row in time. It, they're probably not used to working together, so he's just like we're just the, the between the, the between the Rain, the wind, and the rowing, it, we're just not good company right now. Uh, okay, look, we're, I, I, we're almost, we're, we're somewhere, we're going to find an island here somewhere, right? They said the island's south of us? The island with the lighthouse. Uh, I assume the, I assume it, it's broken, I guess. Uh, is there, I know the guy you? who's working there right now. So is the lighthouse not working because it's just dark out tonight? Well, if you're looking around, uh, y'all can make me spot hidden rolls to see if you can find it or navigate rolls. Tell me which one. I get a 28 under 65 for spot hidden. What do those smaller numbers next to it mean again? So the largest number is your total skill. Um, yes. And passing that will be a regular success. Then you got um, a middle-sized number, which is a great success. And a small number would be your extreme success or your impale. So your special in, success. In that case, I believe I have a great success. I impaled. I have a four out of 50. Is that spot hidden or is that navigate? Spot hidden. Spot hidden at 10 out of four out of 10 for, for impale. How about Audrey and Mason? Mason scored a... 40 out of 70. I got a 67 out of 55, so I have no clue at all. Audrey, like, you... Your your shipmates here seem pretty confident that uh, you should be seeing it right now, but um, you're not, and you... How, how, do you, how does that make you feel? You know, it's fine. I'm just overtaken by by the sheer strength of this storm maybe like i think this could be my next painting honestly yeah we first need to get it get ashore but like look at the sky look at this water and she's totally looking in the wrong direction because she's just extremely distracted by everything that's going on around her 
And what about you, Mason? You've been at sea probably more than the rest of these other people. Um, like, how, are you feeling confident about where you're going? Oh, absolutely. Mason feels very confident that they're going the right way. He's just a humble man and doesn't want to get in the middle of the bickering that's going on between Corey and Armand. He would have tried to interject to offer his his body strength and his general navigational skills, but he didn't want to offend any one gentleman to you know have that be taken as a slight on their performance. So he is just very quietly trying to you know raise a finger to say something, but as they get more aggravated with one another, he just becomes a bit of a wallflower and waits until someone gets tired to pick up the the you know the rowing. Now Armand, uh, you are sure you're going the right way. You you look back, you are sure you're looking in the right direction, but with the storm going on, you you don't see it. Does that worry you at all? Yes. Uh, big beacon of light that's in a dark night. You know, you should be seeing it like very regularly at this point. Yeah. Well, it worries them for several reasons. Like for one, he he was supposed to meet the lighthouse keeper, George, to for a business deal, but if he's not there. That's bad. If he's not at the lighthouse, which is currently in the middle of a storm, that's even worse. So it's just things are not going at, at all how he wanted them to, though. So he is definitely concerned. All right. What are y'all going to do? <laughs> I'll say Armand, he will like look at the others, look back at where the lighthouse should be. He's like, look, I, uh, look, look, I know for a fact the lighthouse is in that direction. I know for a fact. We we can uh we can uh we just need to keep rolling in that direction. We'll get on land. We can take shelter in the lighthouse itself. Maybe uh, turn it back on. See help people find help people find us when the storm's over and whatever. It's it's our best. It's our be- best thing we can do right now. I agree. Uh, I I think that it's the right direction. Let's get going. All right. Now remember, like I said, on rhythm with me. One. Two, three. Can we try to go a little bit faster? <laughs> well, you gentlemen, Roel, keep an eye on the stars just to make sure we're taking the right course. It's very troubling to me that the lighthouse isn't on. We haven't had any you know, major disturbances in the ocean or the climate lately. So it's very, you know, kind of worrisome to me that we can't see that giant beacon to guide us. But with your strength and my navigational skills, we'll get there. So um, this, despite the, the, you know, the high motivation that um, Mason is giving off, um, after a while, the fatigue really starts to set in. You, you know you got your bearings right. However, you still haven't seen it. And at this point, um, for the the two that are rowing, can I get some um, pilot boat rolls? And for the two who aren't rowing, could I get constitution rolls? Wait, is that the correct way around? <laughs> the the roll the people rowing will be do- making pilot boat rolls, and the people okay. sitting out in the rain and exposed the elements are going to be making some con rolls. Okay, okay. Uh, Mason, uh, for Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I got 59 out of 21. I did not make my rolling roll and pilot rolls. For Khan, 
my uh my guy got 37 out of 70. I got a four out of 40. Four out of 40. So that's a super extreme success. <laughs> and I get a nine under 20, which is a great success for piloting. So um, our, our passengers are actually doing fairly well, um, despite all the rain, um, probably being able to huddle together and keep uh, warm better than the two um, who are piloting. Um, Corey, with your um, uh, high degree of success, you're noticing that like Armand is like he's saying one thing with his rhythm, but doing another. And you're you're noticing that you're actually starting to cream off the course that you determined. Sir, sir, do you need to take a break? Hey, you over there, can you take over, please? Oh, I, I, I would love to assist, but I don't want to impose. I think our man here, he's he's getting tired. I'm not, I haven't really had to row in the middle of a storm before, so. It's fine, it's fine. Don't worry, uh, we'll switch positions. You have. You seem like a man who has a keen eye. You can navigate and we'll put our backs into it. Right, Corey? Fine, 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 fine. Right. Sir Morrison, for what it's worth, I think you were doing a great job. Thank you, ma'am. So there's a little bit of shuffling as uh, Armand gets out of his um, seat and Mason takes over. You have to stay pretty low in order to not capsize because, um, you know, you're you're making way um, closer to land, presumably. But, um, you know, the waves are getting higher, the wind more fierce, the sea darker and the rain heavier. It's now like starting to pound on and it's those really like fat water droplets that just like seem to be coming up as well as they're hitting the water. Um, Audrey, with your keen eyes, you're you're noticing that uh, the boat is slowly starting to fill with some extra water, and you're nowhere close to land. Is it just me, or is, is is there water in the boat? What? No, yeah, there is. There should what? There shouldn't be. Why is there water in the boat? Well, just 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 start bailing out, okay? Just start bailing out, okay? We we need we can uh. uh we just, we just get it out of the, the. It's probably rain. We can just get it out of the boat and keep on rowing. Corey, we're really gonna have to put our backs into it. I know we're close, and you know, as he's rowing, he kind of juts his chin out to the side of the boat. Says, "I recognize this algae. It only grows in certain parts of the ocean, and believe me, we're closer than ever to our target. We're getting there, everyone. Just hang in there." Corey is questioning his life choices, but he's uh, rowing ever so harder. In fact, is there a way for me like, to do a roll or to apply myself um, to make it go quicker? Uh, you can make another, the both of you rowing can make another um, pilot boat uh, roll, but um, we do have the Luxpin mechanic um, if you need to use it. Um, while the two rowers are making their pilot boat rolls. Um, Audrey and Armand, as you're bailing, can you make me your choice of either spot hidden or mechanical repair? So I rolled for spot hidden. I rolled a 61 over 55. I, I rolled for spot hidden as well. I got 66 over 50. 
well, the the two of you bailing, it's hard to see. It's very dark. Um, and your boat is filling up with water. You're probably have your hands full right now. I got a regular success for pilot's boat this turn. And Mason? I, I got a um, 90 out of 40 for pilot. Um, fair. Um, well, Corey, you're you're really putting your back into it, um, but it's it's getting clear that uh, um, you actually can you make me a sanity roll, Corey, because you're you're actually in a good position to realize what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling a sanity roll is applicable. Do I just roll the d100 and compare to my sanity then? Yes, sir. 64 under 65. <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> um, you passed it. You're managing to keep it together and stay strong, though assessing the situation, you're realizing your chances of survival as a group is not great. He's probably gritting his teeth so hard he's getting a headache. Or something like that. But I don't think he's saying much of anything. He's just trying to keep it together. Um, anyone else in the um, boat um, can make a psychology roll if they like? Yeah, no, I, I, I rolled like a 17 out of 10. I don't, I didn't see anything. Well, Audrey has some people skills. So she rolled a 33 out under 50. I got 35 out of 10. Um, well, Audrey, um, you're looking at your fellow passengers and you're noticing the determination in Corey's face. And you wonder yourself if it's just a mask to hide what he knows. So I'm going to put it back on you guys. Corey, Corey, are you okay? You, you look troubled. This is not going well. We, I'm not sure how much farther we can all go with these uh, rows in this storm. The boat is filling up. It's not looking good. I'm going to be honest. Nonsense, nonsense, my good man. Look around you. I see striped bass, northern pike, and chain pickerel. We're closer than ever. Um, as the much storm. as I like your optimism, Mason, um, the point is we are close, but are we close enough for the boat to make it? I think the, that is what Corey is trying to say. If we take a break for just two minutes, the storm will carry us out to sea again. That's why we don't take breaks. Men don't take breaks. Come on. <laughs> I look at him like, yeah, right. I'm not the problem. here. <laughs> I don't say anything. He's just laughing, you know, having a jolly time. He's out in the middle of the ocean where he thinks the best and feels the best. He probably thinks this is a trial of nature versus man and one he's definitely going to succeed in. Do you have any, like, nature skills um, that might be pertinent to this weather phenomenon, Mason? Maybe some science-y type? Uh, looking around... As far as sciencey types, I've got biology. There's nothing here for weather science. Do you have natural world? At ten percent. Uh, why don't you make that roll? Actually, it was a very unkind roll at sixty-seven out of ten. You're fine. You just need a muscle through. 
it's gotten me this far. So, Corey, what do you suggest we do? We can't just jump out of the boat and swim the rest of the way. Well, why not? Because I don't swim that well. Oh, can anybody else on this boat swim or am I the only fish here? I don't know how well it translates to swimming, but he, my guy is pretty athletic. I don't know how well that translates to swimming. There is a swim skill. Oh, there is? Huh. He's not terrible at it. Not great, but not terrible at it. How about you, Corey? Will you join me in the waters? I'm not going to bail on this boat until it sinks just like the other one. Spoken like a true captain. As you make that um, prophetic speech, Corey, can you make me a spot hidden roll? Actually, our other um, rower can make one as well. I think Armand and Audrey are up to their chins in water. I got a regular fail. I got 31 out of 70. Well, um, Mason, as Corey says that prophetic um, uh, uh, piece of dialogue, uh, you're looking into the distance, and as lightning kind of lights up the sky, you see this obelisk in the background, um, dark against the lightning, and in front of it, you see a bunch of rocks and the wreckage of some sort of vessel. Uh, you notice that you're moving towards it very quickly as the waves are moving closer. My Neptune's beards! And he kind of twists his body in one direction, muscles gleaming with the, you know, with the strike of that lightning lighting up his body. Corey, behind you. I see the lighthouse, I believe, but there's rocks. We're headed straight toward wreckage. That's distressing. Um. <laughs> Joaquin, can you make me another party luck roll, please? Oh, no. We all get dashed on the rocks and we all die. The end. 48 out of 30. The wave is picking up the boat very, very, very quickly. You're rising. Um, at this point, the lightning um, is flashing repeatedly. I'm not going to make the rest of you roll um, now that Mason has pointed it out, but um, you're seeing what you think is a lighthouse silhouetted across the horizon. And you're realizing that the boat is very quickly descending upon these rocks next to some other forms of wreckage. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Uh, now I'm just trying to figure out would it be safer to jump or would it be safer to brace for the impact? I don't know which is safer. Well, for Corey, he knows that Audrey can't swim very well. So as they approach the rocks, if he feels that they are going to crash, he is going to just dive from the the oars to Audrey to kind of grab her. So when the boat hits the rocks, if they fall in the water, he's got her. Wait, did you just call yourself Corey? Maybe. Mason? I I think you did. I was looking at Tillman. I'm sorry. His eyes are just so captivating. So, Keeper, what does Mason need to roll to save me? Um, so it's like a split decision. Um, is anyone jumping or swimming away, or is, or is everyone going to ride out the boat? I think Corey is going to ride out the boat and potentially try to cling to the rocks or uh, pieces of wood. All right, Joaquin. Okay, uh... 
which would I? I think he's going to try to jump for it. Just okay. Uh, roll me jump, um, Audrey. Not knowing Mason's plan, what are you doing? I want to stay in the boat. Okay. Um, those of you staying on the ride out the boat, uh, you can make me a luck roll. Um, Joaquin's making me a jump roll, and Mason, can you make me a half swim roll as you hold on to Audrey? I got 70 out of 20. I did not make my jump roll. You get up really quickly and strain your ankle. <laughs> well, my but swim I, is 50, and you said I guess half I, of that? Yes, yeah, so you need to beat a 25 because you're holding on to Audrey trying to pull her along. Yeah, boy, 22 I'm gonna and 25. i across the rocks. You should have jumped with me. How does my 80 over over 60 on my luck roll influence the fact that Mason is trying to to jump out of the boat with me? Not great. Tillman, how did you roll? I believe that's a 40. F- no, wait. Um, <laughs> things are going so quickly here. Yeah, that's a 43 under 50. All right. Um, Joaquin, you do your hardest to uh, stay with the boat as it crashes upon the rocks and you're going to be taking three hit points of damage. Uh, Not as bad as I thought it would be, but still a luck rate. Uh, Yoreen, Audrey feels herself yanked from the boat um, violently. Um, can I get a constitution roll? That's a 93 over 40. Could be worse. All right, um, Monica, um, as Mason heroically uh, leaps out from the bolt, dragging Audrey behind her, unable in the storm to hear her gasping breaths and bubbling behind you as you're swimming away from the rocks, um, you're doing pretty well. Uh, Tillman, uh, you're able to make your way from the boat in time before it starts smashing into the rocks, but you're swimming right now. Can I get a regular swim roll? I just don't make it. 23 over 20. So you're making your way towards shore, but you're also getting battered about by ray um, waves. Um, and you're smashed up against some coral and some debris, uh, but you eventually make it to um, store, um, sh- shore after taking three points of damage. Uh, Joaquin, I'm going to need another uh, swim roll. All right. 27 out of 30. I made it. After your initial um, crash against the um, rocks, you're able to jump off and, you know, start swimming towards the island proper. Um, You're only a few yards away um, as you get to shore about the same time as Corey. Mason, you're doing very well, um, toting um, Audrey behind you, um, just swimming around. It's taking you a bit longer, but you're easing your way around the rocks, around the shipwreck um, um, that's kind of clung to the rocks. It's taking you time, but you're doing it. Um, You see uh, Corey and um, Armand just, you know, get battered a little bit, but they get to shore ahead of you. Audrey, can I get another constitution roll? Sure. 48 out over 40, so nope. Good to know. 
Um, Mason, you're dragging Audrey behind you, and your your knee hits um, something solid beneath you, and you're realizing that um, you know that it's it's solid ground, or at least solid as a beach could be. Um, uh, Corey and Armand, you, you've you've gotten to the beach already, and um, you're seeing Mason kind of just dragging the limp body of Audrey Moore um, up onto the shore. Scenes on you guys. She okay? Is she breathing? I start limping uh, over to them with my cutter black. Mason kind of steps out of the water, and he's scooped Audrey in his arms. He's holding her very heroically as he steps on land and he immediately sets her down and kind of lean her against her side and hits her back a little roughly trying to get her to cough up water. She's fine. She's absolutely fine. She's a trooper, this Audrey. Ma'am, just cough it up. Cough it up. We've made it. We've made it to land. What did I tell you? Uh, Does anyone have first aid or medicine that they'd like to roll? I would like to roll, yes. And I get 49 under 50. Um, I also have medicine, a um, first aid. So was that first aid? Was that first aid, Monica, or is that medicine? First aid. Okay. Um so I got nine out of 30 for my first aid. Um you're as you're giving this heroic speech, Mason, you realize that Audrey is just like not breathing in your arms. Um, Quinn uh, Armand, you notice as well, and uh, you know, the two of you together realize that she's probably uh drank a lot of water. I guess so. That, what can I say? With the, so, will, will the success just count for like noticing what's wrong, or does it actually help, like, you know, help get the water out of her? Are you gonna do something? Yes, I want to see if I can, you know, help her, you know, get start breathing again. I, whatever the whatever came before the CPR in the 1920s for drowned people, because of life. Actually, the the breath of life is what it was called. If someone wants to do the deed, oh yeah, sure, I'll I'll dive on that. Since no one said anything yet, I rolled first aid as well, and I pass with 25 under 30. You're all very willing to help. Who's who's doing the deed? Aren't we all basically fighting to kiss the woman at this point? <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to save her life. The kissing is only incidental. Audrey, right. can I get another? Audrey, can I get another constitution roll? And who's doing the deed again? I'll go. I, I, I'll try I think. Yeah, Mon. He volunteered, I believe. First aid again. I filled, my, I filled another check. Good to know. Would it be first aid again? Yes, please. 38 out of 30. Can I spend luck? Actually, you can. How much would you like to spend? Uh, eight. I need eight to make it to a success. Excellent. That means your party luck rolls down to 22. Um, Audrey, can I get another constitution roll? Well, we're either going to die now or die later on, so... Well, I, I think I'm, I'm saying... gonna die now because I rolled a fifty-seven over forty. Um, Armand, uh, you realize Audrey is choking 
okay, now I'm going to say, quick, get, get, clear, the, get, clear the throat. God. And, like, try to, like, do whatever, like, you'll get, just try to do whatever to clear her throat. Uh, what would I have need to roll for that? Uh, you, you don't need to roll anymore. Um, but, okay. uh, yeah, you kind of, like, move her position, and um, she starts, like, spewing, like, lots and lots of seawater, and it just keeps coming. And it's quite impressive the amount that uh, she was able to hold. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's not, it's not magic, but it's an incredible amount that's coming out. Um, Audrey, um, because you got it out, um, you're not going to take the full damage, but you're still going to take two points of damage. Um, oh, as you, cool. yeah, as you kind of like slowly and surely like expel seawater, and it's it's a horrible taste. It's it's worse than. Um, you know, vomiting the champagne that one time. Um, same amount of bubbles, more salt. Um, you're like, y'all help her get to her hands and knees as you're just being pelted by the rain. Uh, bits of your rowboat start uh, washing ashore and the rain picks up even more. Um, I'm going to say scenes on you again. <laughs> Name of God, what are you thinking, dragging that poor woman around? Did she, she almost died. And she would have died had she stayed on that boat. She I was on swim. the boat and I'm not dead. Oh, I'm sure. I saw you floundering, your head bobbing up and down. And Corey, I saw him hitting up the bubblegum coral on his way in. Please. I was the only chance she had. And look at her. She took it like a trooper. This woman, she survived. That yes, is to be praised. She would have died if I had done nothing. I am saying, as a team, we succeed. What did I tell you? We made it. And oh, look, just Eddie. shut up. Just gentlemen, shut up. Gentlemen, we haven't made it quite yet. Can we please get to the lighthouse and then maybe see to my leg? Yeah, my ribs aren't the best right now. Come on, Miss Audrey. There's... There's shelter, but we just gonna get to lighthouse. The lighthouse. Well, yes. Thank you so much for 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 saving my life, gentlemen. Um, yes, I I think I can st- I can stand on my own now. Um, Corey, do you need help? You look terrible. Uh it's okay. I think once we have some light uh, and some warmth, I'll be all right. There's got to be a first aid kit in in the lighthouse. We'll get you patched up. Don't worry. So yeah, so, we're all just going to like limp our way towards the uh, lighthouse. As you guys are getting just completely soaked, it's 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 weird that you can feel even wetter out of the water um, with this rain coming down, and you're limping your way around, and um, you you see this like completely dark like beacon of hope. Um, can I get a uh, spot hidden role from any of you who would like to pay attention to your surroundings? I got a 60 over 55. 88 out of 70. 42 under 65. 56 out of 50. Well, um, Corey, um, it might be because you have um, a bit of coral in your leg and you're forced to go a bit slower, but 
you see some shiny objects on the ground um, and some footprints trailing off um, as you are making your way slowly up the hill to the lighthouse. Am I like close to them or are they like uh, several feet away from me? Uh, the shiny objects or the footprints? Uh, or the, the lighthouse? Uh, the objects are kind of at your feet. They're just kind of glinting whenever the lightning flashes. Can I pick one up? Uh, sure. Um, who is helping, Corey? I think I think Armand will be helping Miss Audrey, so I think probably Mason, unless... No, Mason's kind of looking around, and then he sees Corey staring at something. What do you have there? So, Corey, as you, like, take a a fistful of sand, you see two objects in it, um, both recognizable. One appears to be a solid gold coin, um, you know, like a little doubloon of sorts. And uh, the other appears to be a spent 38 special casing. Um, you know exactly the caliber because, well, it's pretty straight. And I can, yeah, exactly. It looks to me huh, like we maybe have some pirate activity on this island. Look at that. Is that gold? Real gold? Nah, probably not. And is that... And he kind of leans in and squints his eyes. Is that a bullet? A casing? Yeah, that's right. Did, did you just say pirates? What was that? No, he didn't mean that. He did. He's just joking. It, pirates don't have guns. Yeah, it's probably like really old stuff. Or, I don't know. Well, there was some some wood and stuff on the rocks. Maybe I someone think... did like a reenactment here. It's a long way to come for a reenactment. Oh, yeah, those, those people are very involved. You, you should see them when they do like... Um, battle reenactments they they get horses and um on an island right is there a way that i can inspect the rocks you said that there was wood and stuff on them can i see if maybe it's a, a wreckage around there do you want to go back um towards the beach and away from the lighthouse um into the storm again mm, no i guess the gold coin's not that important because i was thinking maybe it could have come off, you know, another ship crashed and that's where we could conceivably find a coin rather than the, the crazy pirate narrative we have going at the moment. Well, let's get inside already. Let's, we're, I'm tired of being cold and wet right now. How about you? I agree. Let, let's get going again. Yeah, we have to look to see if we can find something to take care of that leg of yours. I just dropped the map into the chat. Um, so basically, as it stands, the, when your boat um, crashed upon the rocks, you were able to swim south to Beacon Island and arrived um, at the north end, northmost point by um, map marker nine. Uh, about halfway up the path um, is where uh, Corey found the coin and shell casing. And on top of the hill is the lighthouse. Um, you look around, you see a few other small buildings and shacks scattered ac across the island. And uh, 
um, uh, like a coniferous type forest um, that um, is on the far end of the the island. So um, you make you make your way over to the lighthouse, presumably, and there is a door and a window in front of you. Just um, so. I have the uh, picture correctly. The um, the footprints disappeared into the uh, bushes, right? Um, you can actually make me a track roll if you like. Seventeen under forty. Well, you see one set of um, footprints going up from the north northern pier and disappearing into the door of the lighthouse. And you see a second set of footprints um, disappearing um, towards the southern end of the um, island and going through the thicket. Um, what grade success was that? That's a, a great success. With a great success, you're able to see a third set of footprints amongst them. And this third set of footprints looks to be like some sort of like I don't know, maybe some sort of like alligator or animal of sorts, but those are being quickly washed away by the rainstorm. And are those kind of just like spread around or uh, do they also go somewhere? Uh, those seem to go uh, south as well into the thicket. Okay. Meanwhile, can I hobble over to the door and try if it's unlocked? Yes, uh, you make your way to the door and uh, jiggle the handle and it doesn't really budge. You kind of put your shoulder into it and you you feel like um, not only is it locked, but something heavy might be behind it. Gentlemen, I don't think we can go in through this door. There seems to be something blocking it on the other side, like like a heavy piece of furniture. Can you see anything through the windows? Yeah, Armand will try to look through the window. Mason will go by Audrey and see if he can get the door pushed open with his strength. All right, Mason. Um, can you make um, the door is as Audrey described uh, locked, um, uh, and you do realize that um, there probably is something behind it as well. Are you just going to try to bust through the lock and then move the thing as well, or are you going to try to do something else first? I'm first going to try to test to see, just kind of put my shoulder into it to assess the weight of what may be behind it and how strong the lock is. And if it's obvious that, you know, with my body weight and my strength, I can't just kind of ram my way in, then I'm going to walk towards Armand and see if maybe we can break in through the window. Uh, You feel like you could be able to snap the lock on the door handle pretty well. Um, but you would need to try that there. The thing behind it's probably at least, um, like a chest weight. Um, Armand, as you're making your way, uh, to the, um, window nearby, you're, you're peering in and it's really dark, but as lightning flashes, um, are you going to the window on the left side of the door or the right side of the door? Sorry, left, left. So as you peer in um, through the lightning flashes, it kind of looks to be some sort of like office or study area through that door, or sorry, through that window. 
That, that that's it. That's, I don't see like anyone in the room. It appears to be all dark and quiet. Does the window open? Uh, you try it, and it's it's kind of like stuck pretty good, but it's slowly moving up, and you're able to get it open. I, I go back to this. I got a window open, and I'll I'll climb in. Yeah, Mason was about to put his whole body in, against the door, and right as he's about to ram it, he hears that Armand got the window open, and he thinks, "Good, now I won't have to." accidentally damage something so he'll say miss audrey uh perhaps we should go around and try the window our i've heard armand has made his way in oh wonderful yeah but um can't armand just open the door for us if he's already in? armand can you open a window can you open the door for us is the thing back there too heavy can you handle it i'll see I'll, I'll give me give me a minute uh armand you're kind of um groping around in the dark and it's kind of hard to um see what's going on um um inside the um room and you're basically only going as um lightning goes um can you make me a half spot hidden spot hidden at half yes 34 out of 25 i did not make it yeah you you smash your shin on something as you're going around um, you're kind of just feeling around, trying to, like, figure out where things are going. Uh, Corey, what are you up to? I was waiting for Armand a little bit, uh, contemplating that I probably don't want to climb. But as he's taking, like, a minute, I try to walk around the house, maybe try to find a back entrance. Sure. Are you going to go along the... Eastern side of the lighthouse or the western side? Uh, which way did Corey walk? Uh, Armand walk again. <laughs> I take the other road. So you want to go to the western side? I guess so. So along the western side, you see another um, window on the western side of the cottage, and you're you're walking around, and you don't see any doors on the western side. Um, and you quickly um, pass the um, cottage portion where it kind of connects to the obelisk itself. Um, can you make me a listen roll, please? Yeah, no. 71 over 20. Yeah, the the rain is, um, you know, pretty heavy right now. Um, and as you, you're kind of like looking around and you turn to continue your um, circuit around the lighthouse when he noticed like it looks almost like a um, like a toothpick or something is embedded into the stone of the the lighthouse that's weird I, I pry it off yeah you, it's about the size of a toothpick and it's kind of like dark in color that has a little bit of liquid on it that's a bit thicker than water Maybe a rusty nail? Perhaps, but doesn't seem to be made out of metal. I keep it around. I heard something about poison darts once, so I try to not prick myself with it. <laughs> Armand, as you're making your way through the um, what you think is a study, um, you see, as the lightning flashes, two doors ahead of you um one straight ahead 
and going into what looks to be a kitchen. And to your right, um, a door that kind of opens and looks to be like some sort of hallway. I like yell out to the others, like, give me, I can't really see, give me a, make some noise so I can hear where you, where you are. I try to like, you know, use a sound, like help me orient myself to find the front door again. Because I think I want to go to the hallway, because if that's where I think it is, so like the hallway would have the front door in it, probably. Maybe we'd start banging on the door. All right, so yeah, I'll probably like, you know, use the sound as like a guide. So is it coming from like the hallway direction or the kitchen direction? If you're banging on the front door, Mason, Armand, you'll kind of hear it um, to the right by the hallway. Oh yeah, so I'm definitely going for the hallway then. Okay, uh, can you make me another spot hidden? At half or regular? Uh, regular this time. <sighs> 57 out of 50. Almost made it. So, too late, you see the sea chest as you smash your knee into it again. Um, the sea chest looks up, um, you know, as lightning kind of fills the area. It looks to be uh, blocking the door. Um, you're feeling around and you fi- feel some pieces of, like, metal and glass on top of it. George, what did you find? So yeah, he, he's gonna like you know look it's look over for a bit, but then he's gonna shake himself and like you know move it out of the way so we can get the door open. Are you kind of just uh, sweeping it off, or are you like picking it up? The glass and the metal. Um, I think he's gonna pick it up just to like the the, the antique dealer is, is like you know always treats delicate stuff delicately. Uh, you pick it up and quickly realize it's an oil lamp. Oh, even better! Uh, like, t- do I need do I need match? Let's like turn it on. Like, have a you need a fire just... source. Yeah, I thought so. So yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, I'll just like you know, hold take it in one hand, and, like try to move the other stuff away from the uh, door. Yeah, you'll just... need to set the lamp down again in order to move the sea chest, but uh, you can. Uh... You could do that, and then, like, Audrey Mason, once, um, after a little bit, you kind of hear this heavy object being moved across, um, presumably the floorboards on the other side of the door, um, and a few um, uh, long seconds later, um, you hear a click, and the door opens up. Um, Corey, as um, you complete your um circuit around the lighthouse uh you see another door on the eastern side which is kind of like you know off its hinges and like just kind of like flapping in the wind can i try to like squeeze through without hurting myself oh sure definitely so you make your way in as well um and it looks to be um through the the lightning, lighting things up to be some sort of like kitchen or galley. And as you see a, um, another door into the, the study room that Quinn saw earlier and another door into a hallway and you hear um, the front door being clicked open. I'm going to say scenes on you guys. I'm going to yell out through... Uh the building that I made it into the kitchen. Uh, Armand will go back. We got the front door open and I found the lamp. Very good. I've tried to find, I'll try to find you. 
Uh, it doesn't like sneak. Yeah, it doesn't. You try to sneak up on him. No, I wanted to say I try to sneak uh, along the walls so that I find the nearest doorway and without bumping your knee into anything. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah, um, if you if you go slow, it doesn't take you very long to pretty much all congregate in the center hallway. Does anyone have any any matches or I suppose find some matches? It's we're all too wet for anything on us to be dry. So can anyone look? Everyone, we need to find some matches. Corey, did you find anything that we could use to patch your leg while you were in the kitchen? I haven't looked around yet. Uh, I mean, once we get a light source going. Well, let's let's head to the kitchen together because there's probably a light source there, and if we can have help Corey out, then that might just be a good place together. Uh, the kitchen door is broken, so I'm I'm assuming a lot of stuff there got wet uh, as well. But we can try. So the four of you kind of like creep back into the kitchen, being slow and careful as not to smash shins anymore, and presumably search around for matches. Um, uh, Armand, you're holding the oil lamp um, and, um, you know, like uh, Mason, Audrey, um, Corey, you're going through um, going through different drawers by the, um, the, the stove there. And what you know, it's a box of matches. All right. So, yeah, immediately you know, strike a match, light it up. Uh, the uh, oil lamp. Um, you light the lamp and then turn the oil up, and the illumination in the room like kind of comes to life around you as um, you're all comforted by the the warm glow of the oil lamp and the you know the reliable smell of the whale oil um, coming from it. Um, as you look around and you expect your surroundings, the first thing you notice. Um, as you look around is that you all tracked this thick viscous fluid all around and you look down at your feet and you appear to all be standing in this big dark red puddle want to find out more about the story join our discord channel the link is in the description